Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. What kind of pie? Skin like corn. They've never thrown Sheila in the well before. It's creepy. <laughs> you remember Shadow at the end of Homeward Bound? That's a little weak, but I'm, that's a cunning words. The old timber maneuver. One got punted, one got crushed. One got fed some apple mush. Both the grubby bubbies and the wolfy bubby. 360 degrees! Read your Damn. spells, guys. But because they're standing on each other, I do imagine them as goombas. You hit. Yay! Yes! I've always said this, high fives are a free action. Hopefully the next thing we have to steal isn't a treasured childhood toy. Oh, but you rolled for perspective. We're back, baby! It has been a while, but we are here with a fresh episode for you. Before we get to that, someone has a special message. Take it away, Sam. Hey, everyone. It's me, your friendly neighborhood DM, Sam. We haven't talked in a while, so I thought it would be good to... You know, give everyone an update on things. Our last episode was released on August 26th, and my son was born on August 30th. He's incredible. Healthy, cute, etc. blah, blah, blah. He requires a lot of attention, as all babies do, hence why we haven't dropped an episode in a while. Long story short, life is crazy, and I've had a lot going on. My bad. 
Uh, my sketch has opened up somewhat now that he's a bit older, so I'll be able to work on the show again, but I can't promise any kind of consistent releases, you know? It's all recorded already. I just need the time to distill it down to finished podcast form. Again, I need the time. So bear with me. It'll all happen when it happens. That's it. That, that's all I wanted to say, so I guess we can uh, we can start the show now. Uh, disembodied voice guy? Yes? Um... Would it be okay if I said the thing? Um, sure. Why not? Just, you know, don't get used to it, okay? I'm doing you a favor. Oh, cool. Thank you. Whew. Okay, here we go. Let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the party investigated yet another one of Ildov's subconscious hidden memories. Uh, this time, one of Ildov when she was a very young girl being bullied uh, by some very racist children who made fun of her for being an elf. Uh, the party discovered that they needed to find the stuffed animal that the children took from her. Uh, and in doing so, when they went to grab it, the kids all turned into little gross flesh sacks demon things uh, that were disgusting. The party ended up fighting them and besting them uh, with a mixture of good tactics, new spells, and uh, Eowyn's first successful melee attack. <laughs> uh, and uh, they did all this and then returned to that center void platform uh, with only two doors to go. And that is where we pick up. You have just entered back onto the platform. Uh, you've already used the green key to unlock that green lock. You are holding the blue key, Cassian. You look down as you go through the door and that dolphin stuffed animal has now turned into a blue key. What would you like to do? <clears throat> I guess we pick another door, right? Golosh, you want to do the honors again? Uh, I mean, if somebody else wants a turn, I'm o I'm okay with that. I feel like I've picked I've picked you two. Picked really well, though. And before oh. we do that, she's run off to the yellow door. <laughs> <laughs> There's red, red and yellow are left. Red and yellow. Is anyone else worried that like some of these memories are these two memories are going to be older Ildev and the monsters are going to be harder? Because I feel like when she was younger, those monsters were pretty easy, but the other like the older monster was more difficult. That it would make sense that possible. if the demon is taking over her mind, they would have more influence over the memories closer to when they came together. Yes, I am also worried about that. I do, however, not know what we would do about it other yeah, than go face Yeah, I guess them. it was it was just a thought. Yeah. Um, Certainly we should be on our okay. guard. I um, probably, this time I'll I'll take pains not to um, trap myself in an enclosed space surrounded by <laughs> monsters. <laughs> right. And now we know that no matter what we do, when we take the key object, uh, we'll call it a key, uh, it is going to trigger a monstrous transformation. Yes. Regardless of how sneakily we do so. I think we can handle it. We have to handle it. We, you know, it might be worth thinking about what tactics we have that could enable us to speed our retreat and slow the creatures down and, and minimize the amount of work and magic we have to expend in dispatching them, you know? Yes, that's true. So, we haven't tested yet to see if we are able to leave without killing those monsters. I, I could perform a ritual where I commune with nature. Oh. And Ooh. and learn some try to learn some stuff. I I mean I don't know what I'll be able to find out. I don't know if it'll be helpful, and it'll take me 
you know, 10 minutes to do it. Um, but but if we think that would be useful, I could I could try. Whatever advantage we can get is always good. I didn't I, I didn't see the harm in it. Blackwing, can I ask you a question? Oh, yes. Uh, being that there are demonic possessions in each of the memories, uh, do we have to destroy them in order to weaken the grip of the demon on Ildov, or can we just escape from them? Um, all I know is that you need the keys for the locks. Good. Wonderful. Man, I really feel like we could have figured that out for ourselves. Yes, I think we've already landed on that conclusion. <laughs> hey, do not blame me. I'm from your subconscious. There's no way that's possible. I'm not blaming you, and uh, I'm happy to see you, even though you're not you, because honestly, Blackwing was a lot more helpful than um, you are. Uh, <laughs> I just don't really understand why you're here, I guess. And don't say you're here to be our guide, because we've got that already. But I am your guide. Oh, my God. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm sorry, did you say, Let's oh, my guide? I think you know we didn't. Look, I have <laughs> these owls for, like, another you know, three quarters of an hour, give or take. So let's get um, done with it. Okay. Do you want did to, you want to let her commune off? with nature first, or do you want to... Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I can do it. It's going to take 10 minutes. I mean, though. we can spare 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, I guess I'm going to I'm gonna commune with nature then. Sure. Uh, just real quick, Sam. That's yes. These owls exist for an hour on the uh, real plane, on the material plane, but in that's like two years in the demonic time zone, so <laughs> these owls are here for the for the long haul. This is uh, not really a time dilation kind of place. Ooh, Everything but it is. is. In real time. <laughs> so we're just lying unconscious on the floor of that room for this whole time? Yes. Cool. Am I regaining so, any uh, hit points? Olaf. <laughs> uh, no, you lose one hit point every hour. No! Jesus. <laughs> uh, Olash, what does this ritual look like? The cha-cha slide. Oh, the cha-cha slide. <laughs> yes. So you go through the cha-cha yeah, slide. this time. Probably about four times in full for, to make it the full 10 minutes. <laughs> um, and you end on the, now everybody clap your hands. And we everybody does clap their hands. Yes, and everybody hands. claps. Yeah. Compelled by a mystical force. And uh, you, in that moment, you instantly gain the knowledge of up to three facts of your choice. So what would you like to know? Okay. Uh, I guess I want to know, um, this says I, uh, subjects as they relate to the area, including powerful celestials, fey, fiends, elementals, or undead. Mm -hmm. So I guess I, I want to know just like what, what other fiends or what other kind of bad boys we gotta we gotta <laughs> deal with here uh so you definitely get the sense of uh of powerful uh or at least concentrated powers of fiends coming from from both of the other uh, platform or both the other tunnel entrances that you have yet to go through the red and the yellow mm -hmm. uh the the red one seems like a more powerful entity okay. and the yellow one just seems like a lot of fiendish energy but less concentrated okay uh, but you definitely get the the biggest uh surge of fiendish energy from the door at the center of the platform okay i'm gonna share that information with the group okay and i mean 
can I ask, like, do you guys have anything specific you think I should be looking for, or do I have to do this on my on my own? Could you ask if we're able to uh, exit the space without killing the creatures? Or must we kill the creatures in order to leave with the key? That's not really something that the spell would tell her. Oh. Yeah, so it, it says, you instantly gain knowledge of up to three facts of your choice about any of the following subjects as they relate to the area. Terrain and bodies of water, prevalent plants, minerals, animals, or peoples, powerful celestials, fae, fiends, elementals, or undead, influence from other planes of existence, and buildings. So, so far you've done the one about celestial creatures or fiendish creatures, yes? Yeah. Well, maybe terrain and buildings would be good to know, just so we have some idea of the landscape that we'll be fighting in. What do you think, folks? I like that. Sure, yes. Yeah. Would, would that count as fact two and three? Uh, no, that's just fact two. Okay. We'll, we'll call that fact two. You sort of ask the the natural surroundings uh, about the terrain uh, and and the features on that terrain, and it it comes back very murky and inconclusive. Um, you you feel very very sure about the platform that you are on and like the door as being a, a, a structure in front of you, but the rest of it is all very shrouded in mystery. Okay. Hmm. I guess maybe do we want to know about influence from other planes of existence? I was about to suggest that. Sure. Yes, sure. So influence from the other planes of existence. You feel it all around you. Yeah. Um, most strongly at the, the large chained door in the center. You feel it pretty heavily at the red and yellow pathways, less so at the green and blue, um, as it seems, you know, you, you were aware of what you went through in there. It seems like you may have actually vanquished that portion of the what was providing that influence. But uh, definitely strongest in the middle, probably second strongest in the red, and then weakest in the yellow. Not weak, but weakest of the three. Okay. I, again, convey that mm -hmm. to the group. And, I mean, definitely what I'm gathering is what whatever we're going to face behind the red door is going to be more difficult than behind the yellow. Mm. And I guess my other thought is because I don't really feel that influence from where we've already been, it might be be in our best interest to go ahead and try to defeat whatever is behind the door, even if the doors, even if we don't have to to get out? Yes, I would assume that's the case. That makes sense. Alright then. It wouldn't be that easy, would it? Not when a demon's involved. No, we've done fairly well so far. Should we take on the bigger challenge first, or work our way up? Why don't we... Let's let's take on the easier fella. I have a suspicion. You said it was weaker and less concentrated in one place? Yeah. I, I would imagine that that means it's going to be more than one again. In which mm -hmm. case, I feel like um, my owls will be more, more of an advantage against multiple foes than a single foe. And so maybe we should go for that one when they're freshest. Yes, okay. I agree. Let's go. And we go to the... Uh, All right. Vamonos. So you head towards the yellow door, uh, walking through the yellow tunnel entrance, uh, similarly as with the blue and the green, you feel a quick breeze pass over you, 
and you smell musty parchment. And you find yourselves in what looks like a large library at night. It is dark, save for a single candle held by a young woman who uh, looks to be sort of snaking her way through the aisles feverishly. Uh, eventually, she comes to a stop. She reaches into a bookcase uh, all the way to her shoulder as if she reaches past where the inside of the bookcase should end. And when she draws her arm back out, her hand clutches this glowing orb. And she clutches the orb to her chest and you can see her sort of mumble something under her breath. What color is the orb? Uh, the orb is blue. Oh, do we see anything yellow? The candle. Oh, great. And the orb is just a featureless globe of blue light. It uh, looks a lot like the orb that Ildov uses to cast all of her spells. The orb that is currently fitted into the end of her rod. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So this is her first encounter with you-know-who. He's probably around here somewhere. And the girl sort of recedes back into the stacks. In the fire. And the memory resets. Oh. <laughs> you find yourselves back where you were, sort of standing by like a large reading table with an unlit candelabra on it. Uh, and you see this girl again. Couldn't be more than 16 winding her way through the stacks. Is that Il is it Ildov? I don't know. <laughs> what? Why don't she's, you know? She's old enough by now that we would recognize her, right? If it was her. Mm, yeah. yeah. Are the face to the facial features seem similar as though she might be a relative of Ildov? Yes, guys, <laughs> it's funny. Come on. So it's fu it's fucking it's fucking Ildov. Fucking Ildov. <laughs> ah, bad. Well, that's not really surprising, I suppose. Bad. <laughs> oh, guys, oh hey. Is, we should come back later. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was expecting something different. This should have been logic. No. No, we must put a stop to this. No sex in the <laughs> library. <laughs> yeah. Ildov is real deep into orb porn. Oh. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I'm going to step out in front of her and um, act, you know, try to sort of draw myself up in a very sort of stern posture as though I was a librarian and say, and just what do you think you're doing here, young lady? My love? My love? Pardon? Oh, uh... Very good. Very good, Ildov. You recognize <laughs> me at once, and I cast a little minor illusion to make my eyes turn into cat pupil things. Okay. Just for a second and sort of wink mm -hmm. at her and then they turn back to the to my normal eyes. I say, how did you know? Sam, um, in this memory, does Ildov recognize that he's not Shyok? Ildov does recognize that. Okay. Because yeah. Shyok told her yeah. what she was to find. Right. Okay. Um, who are you? Who are you expecting? Well, not you. <laughs> well, fair enough. Very few people do expect me. Uh, my name is Cassian von Demos, you see. Uh, I'm a okay, well, the library is closed. And then what are you doing here? Uh, I I work here. Oh, indeed? Yes. Hmm. While this conversation's going on, I'm sneaking behind to see if I can find where the orb was. Okay. Interesting that you should skulk around like a thief if you're uh, in charge here. I'm not a thief. No, just doing some... Midnight browsing of the stacks? Well, if you must know, yes. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, so, Yarfik, you have made your way over to where you saw Ildov grab the orb uh, in the previous uh, run through of this memory. Right. And you can see it. It's like way back deep in the bookcase. It's actually farther in than your arms will reach. I'm. Uh, can I get a tool in there to pull it to me? Use something to pull it to me? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can like summon your packed weapon and try and, and like roll it out to yourself. Yeah, I'll try to do it stealthily so she doesn't notice me doing it. Why don't I make a deal with you? I, You can tell me what you're doing here and I won't scream and shout and wake everyone up. <laughs> Why don't I make a deal with you? Ooh, sassy. You leave or I'll kill you. <laughs> That's delightful. I think you might find that a bit harder than you think. I have several years of experience on you. I've been killing people since I was a teenager. Uh, so, Yarfik, you are, you're able to get the orb out uh, without too much trouble. I'm going to take it and try to slink back to where I was at the door. Okay. I, uh, I give Olash the agreed-upon sign, the, the, the hand signal that we agreed upon years ago that meant, <laughs> um, see if you can take the candle. Just go up politely and ask, <laughs> can I see, hold that candle for a second just so we can see what sort of thing transforms in here because we haven't even seen any other people. So I'm wondering if we take the candle, what sort of demons will erupt? That hand signal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Just politely, you know, just, just take it for a second and say, oh, can I hold that for a second? And then and then that should trigger the demon transformation so that we can see what we have, what we're up against. And then you can give it right back and then we can prepare our defense. Yeah, that's, that's the other the hand signal that's I do. The yeah. Hand yeah. Signal. All right. I, I do our, our agreed upon hand signal. It says, okay. <laughs> that one, surprisingly, is a lot more complicated <laughs> yeah. than the first one. Yeah, I'm... Ildov has the candle? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I just uh, go up and before I say anything, I like reach for it and start to take it. And then I'm like, oh, can I just like see this for a second <laughs> as I'm pulling it back? Okay, so, like I I'm asking permission, but like I'm doing it before <laughs> I'm asking permission. Okay, I don't know who you are. But uh, this library is closed, and you need. Yeah, no, I just need to see this candle I, first. Well, I, that is. <laughs> okay, you're scary. This. I'm the I'm the candle inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Your boss should have told you that I was coming. Uh, Surprise, uh, candle inspector. My boss doesn't even know that I'm here. Okay, well then maybe that's why you didn't know that the candle inspection was scheduled for right now. Give me that candle. Uh, let's get a, a, an athletics contest between the two of you. Okay. <laughs> Gee, I wonder how athletics? that's going to go. Athletics? Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, Sam, which stats am I using? Uh, you are still using still your commoner, commoner okay. stats, so it's a oh, plus geez. zero. Oh, that's a 14. Yeah, all right. I got a six. <laughs> so, Olash, you easily wrest the candle out of her hand. See, it's because I'm a professional. <laughs> I mean, you do know how to handle a candle. <laughs> Ooh, I like hey, that that's rhyme. Our, that's our motto. And I, and I turn around, and the back of my shirt says, we know how to handle a candle. Candle <laughs> Inspectors Local 504. <laughs> and as you turn around uh, to show her your awesome shirt, uh, you hear this sort of rustling coming from all around you. 
everybody notices it because it, it quickly grows to a cacophony as every single book in the library oh my god uh, <laughs> shakes off of the shelves and begins flapping uh, as if the two you know the 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 cover of the book was a set of wings and they begin flapping and they all sort of rise up into the air uh, and then they begin to dive bomb you Okay, give it back, give it back. Yeah, yeah. I give the candle back and I, I'm like, yeah, you see that? That shouldn't happen. <laughs> I have, I'm gonna go do some work and I go, I go back to, um, to Aowen. And the books calm themselves and they all fly back to their positions on the shelves and settle in. I have an idea. What, what's that? I set the books on fire. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, please, you can't burn this library down, sir. <laughs> Why not? No, see, that's that's actually that's that's actually protocol in this situation. Um, okay, if if you don't leave right now, I'm going to have to alert authorities. Go ahead. You have the Kendall Inspector here. That's the authorities. Yeah. Do you do you have a problem with this, ma'am? Yeah, you're the one that said your boss didn't know you were here. Oh, no, I'm the one I'm, that's supposed to be I'm here. I'm working overtime. Having this conversation, I'm continuing to try to light one of the books on fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> with what? Like my flint and tinder. Okay. Um. So you uh, are just like feverishly trying to to get one of these things to light on fire, and you get sparks coming off, but it it doesn't seem to to catch anything. Mm. Um, and it's interesting because the sparks sort of like hit it and then they almost like bounce off as if the the memory itself can't be distorted or destroyed. Hmm. And yet we can take the candle. How do we defend against dive bombing books? I've never felt betrayed by a book before in my life. This is horrible. <laughs> hey, Sam. Yep. While this is happening, I'm going to move to an area of darkness or at least dim light, and I'm going to use my one with shadows invocation and just go invisible. Okay, sure. You do that. Perhaps we could try magical fire. Uh, can you use uh, one of your fire cantrips on this shelf? I'll try it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm still here. Uh, yes, but by your stats, I'd say you're some sort of commoner, and as such, I don't have much to say to you. <laughs> oh. Judging oh, by your really... statistics. Um, I have never felt so seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a point, Ildov, yeah. where uh, you would be done with their bullshit, yeah. and you would just push past them and continue looking for what you're looking for. Right. That point could be yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, fine. Do whatever you will. I have another purpose. Mm, have fun. She walks off. My love. My love. What are the rest of you doing? I'm staying in the dark. I'm to try invisible. to shoot a fireball to one of the books. Yeah, I, I do would like a I do like a fire cantrip on try to set some books on fire. Okay. Uh, but I cry while I do it. Wait, did, did Yarfik get the orb? He did. He yes. did? Okay. Yes. So, uh, Eowyn, you fire off a firebolt at the stacks, uh, trying to catch one of these books on fire. And similarly, as with, uh, with the sparks that Cassian was attempting to use, you know, you hit the books, but it seems to have absolutely no effect on them in in this form once again as if as if while the memory is progressing normally nothing can be changed or altered all right seems like we're gonna have to fight them well hold on i have a couple of other ideas um first of all i can't remember what spells you have a do you have anything that forms any sort of barrier or 
or wall, like that firewall spell that puts what's the face used? Uh, I mean, I have wall of fire. I've got. Uh, let's see. I mean, Ooh, or I wonder that, if that I mean, magic I've got Leoman's tiny hut. Can you do a sir against books? The books are fiends, surely, because it's fiendish energy. Sam, at this point, I cannot right. find the orb, right? Correct. You are where you were told it would be. You have reached in, and the orb is not there. It strikes you, Ildov, that this isn't what's supposed to happen. Right. Like, something feels off about yeah. it. Yeah. And you know there are people here who weren't supposed to be here. What have you done? All of you. Are, are we in earshot of her still? Oh, yeah. Well, I've done a great many things. Uh, for a while, I was adventuring no, with the no, Nine no, Lives. No, 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 no. I killed a troll. <laughs> hmm? I don't care what trolls you've killed, you bastard. <laughs> Ooh. We know where she learned that word. <laughs> Trust me, I've been called that by some much better insulters than you. How far away is Ildov? Uh, maybe, you know, 15 feet. Not very far. Okay. Two stacks over. I'm gonna start walking towards her, and I'm gonna say, look, you taught me. I'm not, I'm not a candle <laughs> back there. But you, um, but you have the shirt! I, it's all- You were so good! Been you were so good with that candle! I, I know. Well, so it's supposed to be, like, I am, I am a candle inspector, but that's not why I'm here. Um, <laughs> I've been coming to this library and you're just you're so you're so good with the books you're you're uh you're really amazing I think I think I'm in love with you and I go to give her a hug okay interesting um, strategy Ildov um I'm kind of like standing I just say stay standing where I am, like arms at my side, like very shocked and confused. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and just a keeper, keeper in this. <laughs> so embrace. Olash, as you approach her and give her a a good deep long hug, and Ildov, you soften in this moment and you feel love for what feels like possibly the first time. The memory resets. Oh, damn. And Ildov again is walking through the stacks. And the rest of you are by that table with the unlit candelabra. Yarfik, the orb is no longer in your pocket. Damn it. My love? My love. It's just trying to do that thing Yarfik was talking about. You did a good My job. Love. I turn back to Eowyn and I say, if books are the same sorts of creatures as what we were facing before, surely you could wall them out and we could attack them from the safety of the circle. It might take a while, but they can't hurt us. It would take a while. No, that's absolutely true. Sam, can I uh, just, I mean, can I roll an arcana to make sure that those are fiends or whatever they are? Uh, Sure. I mean, Olash did know that it was demonic energy on the other side of this. Yeah, (laughs) you already know that, that something in here has fiendish energy about it. You're smart enough to put two and two together. Right, so... And I feel like I feel like once we act start fighting them maybe your fire will work right I don't think they'll be immune to attacks once they transform but uh, it's only while they're still part of the memory that they're immune Sam at this point have I reached the orb Uh, you are in the aisle that the orb is can I also say that I had grabbed the orb before to try to keep it away from her because I believe if she has it she might attack us with the books my love 
So I need to get that orb before she does it again. And Cassian, you provided a great distraction last time. Oh, okay. Um, I, I step back out and again turn my eyes into cat pupils with minor illusion and I say, why, yes, little sparrow. Or have I heard him call her that? I can't remember if, if he's done it in front of us You yet. have not. You have never actually witnessed a conversation between the two of them before. Okay. I say, then I'll just say, I am here. Not in my true shape, of course. Have I found the orb? Uh, I mean, at this point, you were basically reaching for it just as soon as he said that. I love you too. And she recedes into the stacks <clears throat> and the memory resets. And she is again searching through the stacks. The rest of you are by the table with the unlit candelabra. All right, I'll go into the stacks and uh, pocket the orb before she gets there. Okay, so you rush over and grab the orb. Which and then I'll sort of sneak back to the table with the rest I of you. I love. So we've got that, that bought us a little time. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk up to her in the stacks itself and go. Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I got lost in here earlier in the day and I just couldn't see where I was going. Could I possibly stay near your candlelight for a second to see if I can figure out where I'm going? Excuse me, who are you? Uh, uh, see, this is... candle hasn't been inspected. I wouldn't want to subject you to the danger. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I have plenty of experience with candles. Uh, I, I believe you. Um, I'm just, I was here with the candle inspection team and we're just making sure that all the books are not flammable and we just, we haven't tested this candle. Well, the books Would are you very flammable. You should not be putting any flame near them. I you guys, you guys that. hear I'm that? The, the books are very flammable. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> remember that. As a candle in Strange, they seem completely impervious to flame. Really. <laughs> as a candle inspector, I'm aware of that fact, but we haven't tested this candle to make sure it is real flame. So if we wouldn't mind- Listen, the library just, is I, I, open tomorrow in the morning. That's why I'm here now. Did they not tell you the candle inspection team was coming in after hours so we wouldn't put people in danger? Listen, you I've met- like any candle we just, inspector I've ever seen. We just had a candle inspector come in two <laughs> days ago, okay? I I do not believe you. Well, I don't believe you. Olash, uh, they're not believing us here. Could you come over here, please? We need to inspect this candle. Oh, yeah, sure. I walk up and I oh. take the candle. Oh, oh. So while they're doing that, I'm going to say to Wait, do maybe... we have to roll again? Yes, you do have to roll okay. again. So let's get another contested athletics roll. And I, oh. I, you know. I got a 19. Ooh, yeah, she wins. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, so Olash, you, uh, you try to grab it, uh, but you... You grab like uh, like liquid wax that's on the side of it, and it burns the just the the finger pad on the tip of your pointer finger, um, and it, you slip right off it. Ow! Well, don't steal my candle. I'm now going to try to take the candle from her. Okay, let's get another right. contested check. Wouldn't which check is this? Athletics. Why would we steal the yeah, candle what? before I pass the magic? That's what I'm oh. saying. What are we doing here? It's well, already in figured, motion. I got a nine. Figured you guys were doing that. <laughs> Yeah, we figured we'd do that. Uh, I got a 14. Okay, okay, well, you get the candle. 14 is okay. bigger than nine. Indeed. So, Yarfik. Do I see this happen? the candle. Uh, yeah, because you walked back over after grabbing the orb. I say, Yarfik, give it back. back. We're not ready. Do I, where, where is Cassian keeping what? the orb? In the pocket. In your pocket. Is it glowing through? It is not glowing through. Mm, okay. But is there like a bulge? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Is you that, can see Cassie's bulge. Is, is that just an orb in your pocket or <laughs> But yeah, so Yarfik, you have the candle. You can hear that rustling from all around you begin again. Give it back, give it back. We're not ready. Back toward the group. I'm what? moving Why? back toward the group. 
for God's sake. Yarfik is moving back towards the group, so the books all again shake themselves off the shelves, <sighs> flap their covers, and fly up into the air, creating these distinct small swarms, and then they begin to dive bomb at you. Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms Code Time. Here we go. D A N G H O E D O N L Y. That code again is Dang Hode Only, and it's good until December 15th. Have you unlocked Lucius yet? His eyes are so sparkly. Now, back to the show. I would like you all to roll initiative. Me too? Yep. 19. I got an 8. 23. 20. 16. Okay. Yarfik, you are up first. The air above your head is thick with books. I am going to cast Thunderclap. Okay. So everyone around me, all creatures, have to make a con save or going to take damage. How close were you to the group when you did that? He said he was walking back over to the group. Yeah. So uh, how far it's, a foot, it's a hundred foot radius. Okay. So yeah. So everybody does. Cool. Well, that's a ten. I got an eleven. God damn, that's an eight. Oh. So my DC is thirteen. And that car did not roll well either. <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> What's my your DC? DC is thir- thirteen. Okay. Well, the books got a sixteen. Okay, cool. Half damage. Cool. So Great. first blood Yarfik to the party. <laughs> first I mean that's injury. pretty on brand. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, how much? What's the damage? Fourteen thunder damage. <laughs> Is it half damage on a successful save? Yep. So seven on a successful save. Seriously? Yep. Um. You hurt okay. anybody? Yeah. Ildovis. You just keep prone. <laughs> yep. Oh, it knocks yeah, us Bildov down. I've only had two? 10 hit points yeah. in this case. Uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't uh-oh. knock you down. Uh, oh, uh, Cassian, don't forget about your owls. Oh, Jeez. right, right. Sorry, I, for some reason I was thinking of this as like a ground-based attack. Uh, okay, let me pull up the owl stats. Yeah. If you want to just roll one save for them as a group. Okay. Let me just... Just uh, for the sake of time. Oh, well, first I should probably make my concentration save to see if I can hold on to them at all. That too. That too, so you have to get a 10 or better. A 10 or better? Okay. Yep. I have something that gives me a bonus to this. Give me just one sec. I think I have advantage because of my Warcaster feat. You do. Okay, well, that's a, that's an 18, so we're cool. Okay, so, right, you, so yeah, now... you maintain the owls, but you still need to roll their con save. All right, and their con save. Actually, um, sorry, I'm reading the spell again. Just think, um, you only take the damage if you don't make the save. Oh, okay. So, so the bats no damage are fine. If they save. Okay. All, the, all the books are okay. Oh, whew, thank goodness. I made the save though, so anyone didn't take any damage. I was really worried that we might have accidentally hurt our enemies. <laughs> well, the owl's got a natural <laughs> one. So. Oh no! Oh, God. Okay, so that that doesn't have any extra effect. They just take the fourteen points. Yeah, of just damage. the four, just the fourteen points. Cool. Damage. So they're at five hit points each now. Okie dokie. Sorry. <laughs> It was it was it was a hail mary. It was a Yarfik move. It could have been very effective. Eowyn. What is the distance between everyone? Uh, the party, uh, as per usual, clumped. Uh, Great. <laughs> you know how you do. Mm-hmm. Ildov is currently unconscious and <laughs> off by the stacks, maybe like 15 feet away from you. 
and the books are all flapping around overhead, as are the albums. Yeah, so I'm going to cast 360 degrees. I'm going to say 360 <laughs> degrees! Okay, so you summon your magic circle, protecting, I'm assuming, against fiends. Yeah. Um, so you are all now in this 10-foot radius, 20-foot high cylinder covered in runes uh, that you can pass through, uh, but uh, none of the books will be able to get into. And I... And I... And I just smack your face. I'm like, what were you thinking? <laughs> I thought I could end it quickly. I'm sorry. I'm still new to these powers. I can't do anything else at the moment. Okay. I, I mean, I suppose I'll I'll trigger my whip, but I, I plan on using spells. So, sure. You know. uh, next up is Cassian. Okay, I say, owls, each of you take a swipe at the nearest book and then hustle into, this, into the ring with me. And then um, for my own self... Hmm. What shall I do? Are any of the books within sword range? No. Me? No, not yet. No. Not yet. Okay. I guess I don't have like a ton of useful magic I can do. Um, you have a longbow. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I thought about that. You can also inspire somebody. Well, that's actually a bonus action, so I could do that anyway. I know. I'm just saying. No, so I'm just going to... Uh... <laughs> okay, I'm going to turn to the nearest book uh, and I say... I found your plot hackneyed and your characters unconvincing. And this is mockery. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, that is a 10. That will not save. So let me just see how much damage this spell actually does at this point. Uh, okay, 2d4. So that's six psychic damage and disadvantage on its next attack roll. Okay, so you uh, target the closest swarm of books uh, and you hurl that stinging literary criticism at it. <laughs> and the books actually uh, like stop flapping mid-flight, this sort of cluster of them. And they fall to the ground and as they hit the ground, uh, similarly to the demons that you have dispatched prior, they disintegrate, leaving behind just this cloud of acrid smoke. Oh, a bunch of them at once? Nice. Yeah. H how many? All, just so just uh, mechanically, there are a bunch of swarms of books above you. Mm -hmm. um, so you're not targeting individual books, you're targeting small groups of them. Got it. So you just took out one of these small groups. Okay. There are many more. Um, should I roll for my owls now? Yep. So they have plus three attack. So that's a 13, okay. uh, 14, okay. uh, 8, okay. uh, a 5, mm -hmm. oh my god, a 6, <laughs> come on owls, a 14, mm -hmm. <laughs> sorry, oh my god, and an 8. Okay, so that's 3 hits. Ugh. Okay. So AC 14, good to know. All right, and each one of those is, I believe, 2d6 plus one. So that's a four, a five. Oh my God, and a, and another five. These owls are rolling okay. like crap. Uh, it's okay, <laughs> three more swarms of books. Uh, that that uh, so the owls all fly off, but it is absolute chaos up there. Only three of them are able to make contact, uh, but they knock those three swarms of books to the ground. Same thing, they disintegrate acrid cloud of smoke. Uh, the the air still thick with books overhead. 
And then the owls are cl- clustering into the safe zone with us. Um, so the owls then swarm in. Uh, the the cylinder's uh, pretty cozy now. <laughs> okay. Because it's 10 feet yeah. wide and 20 feet tall. <laughs> Holy crap. And there's all four of you and now eight giant owls. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to crouch <laughs> down and the owls are going to fly as high as they can be while still being in the radius of the spell. But yeah, even so, that's going to sure. be pretty, yeah. pretty cramped. It's, uh, it's tight. Uh, it may yep. cause some issues going forward, but we'll see what happens. Uh, next up is Olash. Okay. Um, are any of the books, like, could I reach any of the book swarms with an axe? Not with an axe. They have yet to come that low. Okay. Um, then I am going to, I guess, uh, throw a... Does it matter? No. Uh, I'm going to throw a javelin okay. at a swarm, I guess. Cool, 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 cool. Trying to shish kebab these books? Shish book. <laughs> And that is uh, 27. Yeah, that'll do it. Cool. But this is much lower. Okay. And that is nine damage. Nine damage. So you let loose with a javelin. Honestly, it barely even matters where you aim at this point. There are so many books <laughs> up there. You're not even sure immediately if you hit something until you see the books come flying down and hit the ground and they disintegrate. And again, that cloud of acrid smoke goes up in the air. Is my javelin land nearby or is it like speared to the ceiling? Uh, It is not speared to the ceiling. Uh, (laughs) It lands maybe another like 50 feet off. Okay, good to know. Uh, we're already pretty crowded in here. I was gonna use one of my one of my animal balls, but <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll hold off for now. And I guess I'm I'm just gonna do a second javelin. Okay. That is a nat twenty. Cool. Yeah, nice. That will hit. So the brutal critical only applies to my melee attack, so it's just a normal critical. Okay. So on the die, it is. Okay, that's 5, 10, plus 5 is 15. 15, okay. So uh, with your second one, uh, you aim very carefully and uh, you toss up uh, just as two of the swarms are sort of converging um, and it goes through both of them. Yeah. So you take out another two. So again, more books hitting the ground, just disintegrating and then that sort of acrid smoke rising this is and Eowyn is sobbing. <laughs> it's not real, Eowyn. It's just a dream. <laughs> they they were scary. bad books. <laughs> uh, Ildov, uh, mm-hmm. I need you to roll a death saving throw. Okay. Oh All right. <laughs> what Thanks? happens if she dies in here? <laughs> we'll find out. Does she die? Does Lindsay die in real life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm here. <laughs> oh, God. That's a six. Okay, that is one failure. Okay, all right. Thanks a lot, Yarfuck. Uh, <laughs> next up is the swarm of books, as if they have some sort of nonverbal communication about them. Uh, all at once, they dive bomb and swirl all around the cylinder. It is a cacophony of paper sounds just just slapping against every part of this thing. It is it is opaque. 
you no no light will find its way through this thing at this point as they are just swirling around it on every side, uh, including the top. Um, but they are unable to get through. Uh, but you know that if you went out there, oh man, the paper cuts. Yeah. Epic. It'd be quite bad. As they are sandwiched up against the the glass, I do try to read some of them. <laughs> sure. Uh, unfortunately, because Ildov didn't read any of them in her memory, <gasps> they are all just like a blank and or blurred pages. Oh, okay. Then we can, I mean, fuck yeah, these books. Yeah, see? That's what I said. Bad books. <laughs> uh, Yarfik, you are up. Um, I'm going to Eldritch Blast, split the beam three ways, and try to take out three groups. Okay. So that's three separate rolls, right? Correct. Roll number one is a 19. Okay, that hits. Roll number two is a 29. No, sorry, 21. That hits. Roll number three is a 17. That also hits. First damage, this is just Agonizing Blast, mm-hmm. is uh, 11 damage. Okay. Second is nine damage. Mm-hmm. Third is seven damage. So for the for the three beams, um, you only add your you only add your charisma to the first one. All right. So then for the damage, uh, the first one was uh, eleven. Still, yep. second one was then um, uh, eight, and the third was uh, six. Okay. So uh, from inside the cylinder, you fire out three eldritch blasts, and bam, bam, bam! Another three uh, small swarms of books fall and hit the ground, but just as soon as they do, it's almost like they're replaced by others that were farther out. Would you like to move? Yeah, I kind of do want to. Well, there's nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because I'll basically get an opportunity attack if I leave the circle. Yeah, the only place to go is out. Right. Nope, so. not going to move. Cool. Eowyn. Uh, I say, look, we this thing, this cylinder holds for an hour, so we really don't need to overexert ourselves. And I just start fire. I'm just gonna firebolt. Mm, do I want firebolt? Yeah, no, I'm going to. Yes, fire. No, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna firebolt the nearest swarm of books. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I do that. Okay. So roll it. I will, Sam. Get on. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, it is a uh, 24. Yes, that will hit. Um, so that is 2d10 for, <laughs> for four damage. That still knocks out another swarm of books. Oh, man. Oh, good. Thus far, you have knocked out 11 swarms. Oh, nice. Uh, but the books still thick around the cylinder. Uh, Cassian. <laughs> You can't think a little darkness will thwart me? Because I've uh, affixed oh, my monocle, the monocle of darkness in the meantime, <laughs> as soon as the book's blocked the light out. Um, and then I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll say, Owls, usual drill, attack from safety in Rotan immediately. Or probably don't even need to leave the cylinder, I think, just stretch a leg out and slash at them uh, as they uh, circle. Um, uh, you there, I say to one of the nearest swarms of books, grade school teachers use you as an example of sloppy sentence structure. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, it failed. Okay. Uh, do I even have to roll, or is it just done-zo? Uh, it's done. They're pretty low. I thought so. Uh, and you are striking out with your owls? Yes. Oh, right. I gotta roll for that, yeah. Okay, we got, uh, 17. Yep. And that one. <laughs> nope. 
seven. A ten. No, an eleven. Sorry. Okay. Oh my god, another nat one? What the hell is going on? Oof. And a five? Jeez, owls? I guess it's good that hey, they're racing they just got these... electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it's good that they're racing all these bogus attacks on these little nothing creatures, but jeez. Uh, so, uh, that's one hit. Wow. Wow. Uh, well, it's for 11 damage, if that helps. Okay, so one owl knocks out one more swarm. Uh, the two owls that got natural ones on their attacks, uh, they just managed to somehow find a break between two swarms in the passing, mm -hmm. but the momentum of their slash uh, propelled them outside of the cylinder, mm. uh, leaving them open to attacks. Great. Nicely which done. Which we'll get to on the the next on the the book's next turn. Mm -hmm. Olash. Okay. Um now can I hit them with my axe? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Right. I'm doing it twice, so I'm just gonna roll the two attacks first. Yep. Alright, first one is a sixteen. Yep. And the second one is an eleven. Uh so the first one hits, the second one does not. Okie dokie. And that is hell yeah. Keep rolling these twelves on my die. Uh, <laughs> that so that's what seventeen. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna say that the first hit cleaves through two swarms. Yeah. Awesome. Gonna gonna respect that max damage roll, yo. Thank you. Good. But the on the on the backswing, um, it just like passes between books and it doesn't you don't make any contact uh would you like to move uh no okay cool that i like makes, being cozy that makes sense uh ildov can i please get another death save? oh of course <laughs> you can okay which die <laughs> uh. that is a 13. okay that is one failure and one success Woo! so exciting now the books First, we're gonna do an attack on one of those owls. Uh, and that is a 15 to hit. Oh yeah, that hits, sorry. Yep, okay. Uh, and that is for six points of damage, which I believe kills that owl because they all have five points left. It does kill it. And then they're going to attack the other one. That is a non-natural 20. Yeah, that's gonna do it. Uh, for six points of damage. So, two owls are down. The rest of the books, again, they just continue to swarm around the cylinder. No, Winkin and Blinkin! Yes, Winkin and Blinkin are dead. You all notice that the the books, it seems like you're about halfway through them. They've they've started to thin out a little bit. They're like they're like bugs to a bug zapper. Sure. Uh, Yarfik. Uh, Eldritch Blast split the beam three ways. Okay. So first one is a 13. Okay, that hits. Second one is a 12. That hits. Third one is a 20 not natural. That also hits. This one's going to have Agonizing Blast on it, so that's nine. Okay. Second one is also nine without Agonizing Blast. Mm -hmm. Third one is seven. Okay, so another three uh, swarms of books hit the floor. There is actually a like a, a, ver a more than decent amount of, of that acrid smoke in the air now, and that smoke does transcend the barrier. Oh. So it's uh, kind of just smells like demon farts. Like, it's not good. Brimstone. Very sulfurous. Uh, you still want to stay inside the cylinder? Yeah, I'm going to stick it out here. Such a punk. Uh, Eowyn. <laughs> 
Nobody calls my teammate a punk. Who'd you call a punk? Oh, Yarvin. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Nope, that's fair. Um, I'm going to cast uh, Firebolt yet again. Okay. You know, just just going to do cantrips until we thin out this herd. So I roll a d20. Ooh, that is a 15. Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> nice. And that is 2d10. Let's hope that's better than a four. It is, it's a 14. Okay, so another one hits the ground. And another one hits the ground. Um, <laughs> uh, that's gonna be it for me. Yeah, I think. Okay, Cassian. Yep, I'm good. Okay. Same as before, lads. Uh, try not to fall out into the death swarm this time. Uh, you. So not the same as before. So yeah, different from before, I suppose. Um, your, I, your volume is like maxing out for me, Fred. It keeps doing that, so like it's creating this effect, especially with that accent of like a like Ernest T. Copperpot African expeditioner from Britain, who's like, yeah. "Man, we must not be scared of the blah, blah. Like, That's basically what I'm going for. I can't do this voice without yelling. <laughs> I'm discovering. Yeah, so. it's very funny. To me, it's just it's as if Nigel. Thornberry was the conductor of a Brooklyn subway car. <laughs> um, you, uh, self over there, you, you swarm, you, uh, you, your metaphors are trite and uninspired. Uh, that is a failure. Cool. So that will be uh, four psychic damage. Okay. Another one falls. By your count, there are ten distinct swarms left. Sweet. All right. Allies are going to attack now. Uh, that's an 11, a 16, an 18, mm -hmm. and a 21. Okay, so that is three hits. Cool. And that'll be an 11, a 9, and an 8. Okay, and another three go down. So, again, by your estimation, there are now seven left. Uh, Lush. Yeah, I'm swinging my axe two more times. Cool. So, first swing is A. Uh, that is a 25. Yeah. And the second one is... Oh, so close. Uh, 27. Yes, those are both hits. All right. Uh, 15. Okay. And, uh, 10. Okay, and another two go down. There are five left. Uh, I feel like one of the, I feel like I'm working at Dunkin' Donuts while someone is buying a dozen. <laughs> they always do that thing where they're like, you have five left. You have four left. Uh, next up how is- How many do I have left? Uh, you have five left. Okay, and if I get two glazed donuts, and then how many is that left after that? Then you would have three left. <laughs> okay, that's... Do that's... munchkins count as more than one? Do munchkins count as more than one? You can't get munchkins as part of a dozen donuts. <laughs> those are separate. But how many do I have left right now? You have five left. If you get those two glazed donuts, you'll have three left. Ah, okay. And which donuts have I picked already? <laughs> you have... Two Boston cream, one strawberry, oh, ew, one maple glaze. I don't like the cream, Phil. Would you, you like to, to put those two back? Then you no, would have no, no, no. I seven love Boston left. Cream. I love Boston cream. <laughs> you don't have to have one, Cassian. Shut up. Anyway, Ildov, death saving cream. Oh, wait, is, was that, is that not the podcast now? I'm sorry. <laughs> 
Welcome to The Whole Truth, where we talk about donuts. Our Dunkin' Donuts role-playing podcast. Oh, they they just go by Real. Dunkin' now. Oh, yeah, right. we've had Dunkin that conversation. Dunkin' Donuts. We lost Aaron. I think we lost Aaron. I think we lost Aaron, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Ah, uh, whatever. We don't need him. Um, I got a 19. 19, that is two successes and one failure. Uh, now the books, again, just swarming around. Uh, there's only five swarms left. Uh, Yarf Ick. Doing the beam three ways. Three-way beams. <laughs> that's a 10. Uh, that's a miss. That is a nat 20. That is a hit. And that is another nat 20. Holy and shit. That is another oh. hit. All right, so doubling the dice on both of these. So that that's 17 hit points of damage on the first one. Ooh. That's what the, that's with agonizing. Yep. And then uh, that is uh, six points of damage on the second. Okay, another two go down. Uh, Eowyn, there are three left. <laughs> yeah, I I think what I'm going to do is cast Firebolt. And I just <laughs> want to say I accidentally last time I rolled. I got, I, I got a 14, but I accidentally rolled two D8s, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so Firebolt. D20. That is a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Okay. I haven't had a nat one in forever. So, um, the uh, please go ahead and roll damage still. Oh, man. That is a an eight. Eight. Okay. And then I would like you to roll a D10. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But Jesus Christ! Another eight. Another eight. Okay. Um, so uh, it's it's still it's very crowded inside the um, the cylinder, and you you sort of like get a bead on one swarm of books, as there are far fewer of them now. So you actually like have to aim. Yeah. And it's sort of flying up, and you fire, but just as you do. It, it ducks, like, it goes past one of the owls that's inside the cylinder, uh, and you accidentally fire up into that owl. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, sorry, Cassian. And it only had five hit points left. Uh, so uh, that owl is gone. <laughs> All of our owl KOs so far have been friendly fire or natural ones. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, like, that sucks, but as far as hitting someone in the group goes, that was kind of best case. Oh, yeah, yeah, that no, was, that I'm was, not too um... worried about it. <laughs> if you had rolled a one, two, or a three, it would have been Cassian, Yarfik, or Olash. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, speaking of Cassian, go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know the trailer? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Your audio is awful it's today. so loud. Sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry. I've just I've established this bit and I can't back down. No, I I appreciate uh, I appreciate your stick to itiveness. I'll try to pitch the I'll try to <laughs> lean back further from the mic for this next one. <laughs> uh, okay, um, and, uh, I say um, your literary tropes were hackneyed when your author copied them from better authors. Oh man, plagiarism. That is a 16. Not quite. My DC is 17. Then he fails. And that will be uh, seven damage. Okay, another one falls. Two more. Boom, boom. And the owls. You have two left. Okay. Owl number one. Roll net ones. Oh my god, is a seven. Good lord, these owls. Okay, that's a miss. And a six. I feel like owls have oh generally, like failed us in this game. And a 17. They did okay against okay, the one friggin' zombies. 
Um, okay. I just remember my owl dropping the sharp, like the sharpening powder yeah. in its own face. Yep. <laughs> killing itself. <laughs> oh, still, that will never not be funny. Okay. Um, that's twelve damage. Okay, so one more goes down. There's one left, and Olash, time to bring it home. Okay. First swing of, I assume I can hit it with my axe. Yes, yeah, it's still okay. flapping around the outside of the cylinder. Okay, first swing. Oh, that's a 14. That hits. Yeah. <laughs> and that is 16 damage. Whew. You slice and it goes through every single book right yeah. down the spine <laughs> of each book yeah. as you sever them all and they fall to the ground and then they disintegrate and that acrid smoke rises again uh, and all of the sound of flapping is gone. The room is quiet. So do we save Ildav? We should. Oh, um... But sure, is it anyone... just a manifestation of a memory, or is like... I don't know. Let's go check on her. <sighs> All right. Um, is it, does anyone, not to seem, sound callous, but does anyone have a way to save her that doesn't involve using up any resources we can't get back? Oh, I mean, you can okay. just roll a medicine check. <laughs> That's what I, could, I was planning to do. Okay, go for it. Roll to see if you can stabilize her. That's a 20 she gets in that one, she dies in forever. <laughs> that would be true, yes. Uh, with a... Uh, uh, with a uh, non-natural natural 20. 20, non-natural 20, you said? Non-natural 20. Uh, yeah, so she's dead. <laughs> Damn it! No. Uh, <laughs> you, so high. you stabilize her. Well, it's been uh, she's still unconscious. Now we leave. Let's go. Okay. All right, walk back to where the door was. Okay, so you walk back to where the door was. Uh, Yarfik, since you are the one with the candle, uh, as soon as you get to within about five feet of it, again, that tunnel-like entrance appears. Everyone through. You all walk through. Yarfik going through last as you emerge. Just as with the other ones before, that tunnel-like entrance just evaporates. What happens to the orb? The You don't have it? Oh. That's part of the pocket. memory, I think. Yeah, Cassian, uh, you know, as soon as you leave, you you pat your pocket and it's, it's flat. No more bulge. Well, I think we both know that's not true. <laughs> well, not in as your pocket, <laughs> weirdo. Depends how hastily I put on my breeches that morning. that's horrible no thank you as uh as we're leaving i whisper to aon i i think yarfik might be trying to kill me (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what's going on he's making some very questionable decisions he tried he killed he he sliced your hand open and by the way this is all in hand signals this is just one of those <laughs> obviously yeah lo- long ago Eowyn and Olash developed a whole language that's yeah the two of you learned signs. semaphore right <laughs> no this uh, is our own thing that we made up oh, right sorry. this is not semaphore <laughs> how dare you this is what Olash learned to do instead of read and then she taught it to Eowyn uh, as we come through I said I'm sorry guys I, I, I thought I could take all the books out at once and just save us the time. That was that was stupid. Well, it, it would have been cool if it had worked, and that's the criteria by which I make a lot of my decisions, so no hard feelings. Thank you. I, I, it was a very Cassian decision, and I'm sorry to both of you as well. I, I'll try to stay back and not make as much noise next time. Yeah, I mean, I maybe would take it a little better if you hadn't, like, just almost killed me, like, a little uh, not that long ago. <laughs> but, um, I, I'll try- I, 
I'm I'll sorry, try to move past it. I'll try to move ago. past it. Let's just keep going. I had to be unwilling, and I knew you could take it. I knew you were you I, would be okay. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. You thought she could. She was one. She was seconds away from death. I know. I did. I'm sorry. Let's keep going. You you recognize this is a repeating theme with you, though, right? Yes, I do, and it's probably all down to the fact that Cackling Agatha is probably in my head. Oh, that's uh, really not at all comforting. No, it's not. So you're back on the platform. I unlock the lock. You unlock the yellow lock. Just as before, the key is able to penetrate that energy field. The lock unlocks. The lock and the chains fall to the ground uh, and just disintegrate. They're gone. Uh... Cassian has yet to use the blue key. Oh, oh, I, I do that. <laughs> so Cassian unlocks the blue key, and now there is only one set of chains left, just the room. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the things at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com, and you can check out the other great podcasts from Pumanife at teampumanife.com. It may have been three months since we released an episode, but the review train kept a rolling. Check out this one by Fredo from Pellis Wish, titled Comic Gold. This party is just that. It's a party. They have a blast while playing, and you are taken right along with them. Whether it's the inside jokes or the almost constant puns, they do not let up on the comedy gas throughout the entire series. Thanks for the kind words, Fredo. As for the rest of you, We'd like to make you an offer you can't refuse. Rate and review the show. It really helps, and it makes us feel all warm and squishy. If you're feeling supportive, head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and consider giving us your money. If you're feeling super supportive, go to dumpstattees.com and purchase a t-shirt using the promo code IWPOD to get a 10% discount and kick a buck our way. If you're feeling super duper supportive, Go to iwvt.fandom.com and read and update our wiki. The Improvised Weapons metal theme and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. Adam's latest album, Things Fall, is on Bandcamp, Spotify, and pretty much everywhere you might go looking for it. You can peruse the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for Battlebards Prime or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. You can find out more about the video game Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms at CodenameEntertainment.com and be on the lookout every episode for a code for a free in-game gold chest. Tune in next time as Cassian, Eowyn, Yarfik, and Olash enter the Red Door to look for the final key in Ildov's memories. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. has been a Puma Knife production.